0: Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic
2: Hits.
0: As we speak, the Cabinet is discussing a proposal today to increase the numbers allowed at weddings from 50 to hundreds. So if you are getting married, I'm sure this is of great interest to you. The development follows a meeting of the three coalition party leaders yesterday evening and it's understood the government is keen to try and bring clarity to the situation for couples planning weddings. Hoteliers have been calling on the government to make a clear announcement on wedding guest numbers this week and couples across the country face an anxious wait on whether the number of permitted guests can increase to 100 from the 5th of August as had been anticipated under the broader reopening of society. Now the Tarnasher Leo Varadkar last week advised couples to operate on the basis of 50 guests and that will be the maximum allowed. It is unknown yet, or not, not known yet, if the government will extend it, although uh, the Minister for Health earlier on did say Stephen Donnelly, he seemed optimistic about it. Now, the other problem is, of course, that if they do do it, will they be insisting that those who go to the weddings are vaccinated or recovered from COVID-19? And currently, at the moment, gardy have cornered off, uh, cordoned off, should I say, areas of the city, As brides-to-be descend on the city centre to protest the wedding restrictions, around 200 brides in their dresses are currently marching to government buildings, um, attempting to increase wedding capacity. Now, I'm sure that's a sight to behold, by the way. I wonder if that's the actual wedding dress they're going to use for the wedding or are they kind of making up ones just in case they get torn or ripped or dirty or something like that. Anyway, I know a lot of people have cancelled their weddings two and three times in the hope that maybe they will increase these numbers. Anyway, I want to know what you think should it be increased. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, I want to go to Miriam first if I can. Miriam, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How
1: you doing? Hi. thanks for inviting me. How are you doing?
0: You're, okay, now you're getting married.
1: That's right.
0: Okay, and when, are, well, you postponed your wedding already a number of times, three times, I believe
1: correct so we were due to get married on the 2nd of may 2020 we've been together for almost 20 years means that this is a big thing for us for myself and girls yeah. um we had to postpone the wedding we postponed it to september end of september when they changed the numbers again and we have now postponed one more time to september this year hopefully we would have live music and we would be able to have our band
0: okay so at the moment it's 50 people And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, have you invited people to your wedding already?
1: So we have invited approximately 100 people and we hope that the 100 can attend, but we are still waiting for the government decision to go ahead with it. Right. So if the the government
0: decision doesn't go ahead with it, you're in a spot Mm -hmm. of bother. You're going to have to abandon 50 people. That's not going to be nice, is it? Or are you going to cancel it again?
1: We haven't decided yet. we keep okay. waiting for the news and hopefully good news for us. But it needs to be patient. And um, I just want to say I'm going to marry the love of my life. But as you can imagine, we are both musicians. We both play music. And music is very important for us. We want to have the opportunity to have some live music at the reception. I understand that at the moment we can only have music at the ceremony. But we believe that having music at the reception outdoors should be something that the government should consider. Um, okay, at the ha- moment
0: that doesn't seem to be a consideration. Okay, the consideration today is obviously to increase it from 50 to 100. Now maybe increase to 100 on the grounds that those people would have to be vaccinated or whatever, right? We don't know yet. Um, of course we know that a little bit later on today, but they do seem optimistic that it will be uncovered. Uh, or will be sure says so change from fifty to a hundred, but there's no suggestion that you'll be able to pull back the tables, open up the dance floor, and have a little bit of a dance and a sing.
1: Well, I'm still optimistic that by September we will be able to do so. But again, it's only for us to, to be patient and to wait. And mm-hmm. I hope the news today is positive for us. Right, and in touch with around one hundred and fifty brides, we have a WhatsApp group. We've been every day helping each other things like. Yeah. and things like venues, and we have all positive that we are going to get one hundred.
0: Okay, but and what, what's what's the uh, the love of your life? What's his name?
1: His name is. Jill. He's from Dublin. He's a dog.
0: Oh, okay. So, so you're marrying a Dublin man? No better, no better man to marry. To be honest, with you than a Dublin, Dublin man. And we are love. Uh, we, we are both. Um,
1: I play the piano, and he plays the guitar. And we love music, and we hope that we will. have So you love life.
0: music and love each other, and that that's what it's all about, isn't it? I suppose that's for the big fine. for the big day and I suppose if it is only 50 people which I doubt I think they are going to increase it to 100 uh, but there may be a caveat in there as I said already of vaccinations I don't know yet we won't know till later on today but if it was a case that they left it at 50 well a lot of people are going to be in a spot of bother because you're going to have to ring 50 people and say listen remember that invitation I sent you out I'm sorry you can't go I mean that's not going that's to be nice. nice that's not going to be good is it?
1: And it's an inconvenience as well because we have family, and uh, obviously we have the well, uh, nieces and nephews, and we have the friends that we, some of them have, obviously, uh, coming from our, all places around Ireland. Of course, can yeah, yeah, the yeah. Accommodation. They can book the hotel, and even for the hotel industry, because I am a right to be. But imagine all the hotels, all the different suppliers, we have all vans, we have photographers, we have... All the suppliers I mean that. Imagine everyone who has booked a hotel to stay, in and they say, "Oh no, you cannot stay there. You are not able to come because we have to really invite you."
0: And what would you do if, for example, Miriam? Because you say obviously you're very invested in the music industry because you play music yourself, and your and your partner plays music. What would you do if they increase it, but they say, "Look, we're increasing it to 100, but you still can't have live music. There's no pulling back the tables to reveal the dance floor, and you all have to sit in your seats and your bubbles, and, and do all that." Will you still go ahead of the wedding, or is, or is the music that important to you?
1: No, no, no. i tell you what we are going to have. We are going to have our ceremony. Normally, a ceremony takes place, and probably a half an hour, an hour. Yeah. We have spoken to our celebrant, Mike, and he has agreed that if situations like music is not allowed for the reception and the, the band after the, the dinner, we are going to have all the music at the ceremony. That means that it's going to be a three-hour okay. ceremony.
0: Right, okay, so you're going to have all the music outdoors at the ceremony, is it?
1: During the ceremony, and okay. it's something that I have already checked with the venue, and because okay. we want to have a music, this is what will happen. It means that the the, the attendees will have the concert or, okay. um, I think, during the ceremony, yeah.
0: Okay, well, yeah. look, I, I wish you well, Miriam. I hope the wedding goes well. Uh, and, you, and and I hope you get what you want in the end and I hope everybody is safe doing so as well listen thank you Miriam for joining us today I appreciate it let me go to Carl Malloy by the way who is from the Wedding Band Association and also with his own band and I always forget the name Pink Champagne it, it, it is Pink Champagne isn't it Carl?
2: it is good afternoon
0: Noel. yeah it's been a while isn't it? It's- been torturous now. Uh, well, the last time we spoke, we were very optimistic and that was probably six months ago and here we are still in the same boat. I reflected,
2: May was the first time I spoke to you in 2020 and we had a couple of conversations since then. Yeah. Yeah, still in the same boat.
0: Yeah, literally. Okay, so, you know, I'm listening to brides, you know, saying that they've booked their weddings and even if it's up to 100 people, which it may be by the end of the day today, based on the fact that they all have to be vaccinated, um, they're still saying, the hotels are saying to them, you can't pull back the tables, you're not going to be revealing dance." Flowers and there won't be Cahill and the pink champagne band up there you know playing music so i mean what are you guys going to do
2: first of all we don't know what the answer would be it's likely that the music won't be permitted um but if i just allude on sunday afternoon we know that the statutory instruments were updated and uh, not many people know this it does say that no live music in any setting bar a wedding reception and ceremony so today we're getting that looked at closer by a barrister. Um, to see what what that means for us. But ultimately, live music was never banned and we were kind of adhering to the Fall to Ireland guidelines. Guidelines, right. yes. Yeah, by Fall yeah. To Ireland, yeah. Yeah, so, and that's fine. And look, if live music... Well, well you won't have a
0: choice. See, the thing about it is, Carl, you don't have a choice in that d- d- no. d- because that's up to the hotelier.
2: It is up to the hotelier. And I would like like to say, no, we totally 100 100- 100% respect venues that will turn around and say we are adhering to the guidelines what we can't expect is the venues that are speculating come on in here with a straw hat we'll put two lads in the corner and it's grand that's not adhering to the guidelines no so and we're contracted by the couple you know so um. look have you got have
0: you got many l- bookings Carl between I mean yourself and your other members of course but just let's focus on pink champagne for a second do you, do you have many bookings between now and you know kind of the end of the year have you got many bookings in
2: we you, the, the the diary is is black full full, full, black, right, full. Okay. and I've got three weddings up the north this weekend because two of them moved across the border. Tonight at six o'clock now twenty
0: seven. What well, what's that, what's the rules in the north? Because I tell you what, I went you know to do a little bit of scenery uh, in in Belfast. I was up at Belfast Castle, which is a beautiful place, by the way. Uh I went up you know just to take in on one of the nice sunny days there last weekend. And myself and Carmen sitting there looking out over the bay, it was beautiful. And next minute, a wedding arrived out of the castle, came down, and there must have been a hundred and fifty people. So yeah. I, so, what's the rules in in the north now when it comes to weddings? Up up until six o'clock this
2: evening, a band can perform at a wedding. You're allowed your first dance. Dancing is not permitted, and the band have to play at an ambient level. But after six o'clock this evening, great news: the band can go in and blow the roof off the place, and there's no
0: restrictions. Okay, from um, six o'clock this evening. Six o'clock this evening. And That's what's what's the what's the numbers up north for weddings? It's 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 judged. So
2: if you look at it closer, they say we we they're expecting. The venue to judge the size of their ballroom on what they think. Okay, they so it's per square
0: ballroom. foot. Yeah, okay, okay. But that well, that's thing, kind yeah. of logical, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it that is. Logical. is it's yeah, great. Okay,
2: yeah.
0: Okay, but of course we're we're in a difficult situation at the moment where we all don't know whether we're coming or going, and and the rules are changing as the days go on. You know, every single day. But it does look. Quite optimistic, you know, over the next few months that things are going to open. I'm looking in the UK today, of course, Freedom Day happened two weeks ago, and now they're saying they've had five days in a row, I think, with case numbers dropping, even though everybody's out and about, you know, doing what they're doing, full venues, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that's all good, very optimistic news. So, Carl, are you optimistic?
2: Well, I've been optimistic
0: since oh geez, we yeah. gave up after <laughs> <to laughs> the mark. Since the so last conversation, I had, with you've been optimistic.
2: Yeah, look, I mean, look, our interest is to get our members back to work, and our interest
0: and and, and to do that safely, obviously, as well.
2: Look, of course we want to do it safely, but we can. I mean, last July, I, I actually spoke to you last July, if I remember now, and all our, our members did a COVID officer training course. We were jumping through hoops to try and get back to work. And we get it now, but there's, look, there's very little justification in it right now. I think everybody would agree. I went for a walk this morning and met four of my neighbours who said, God, it's terrible what they're doing to you. It's terrible, you know. And we we're just trying to just look. And Minister Martin has engaged with us. We've been with her department officials. We've been speaking to them. They've been supportive. Minister Martin is pushing. She's writing letters to Stephen Donnelly.
0: She's pushing for us. So the pressure... Maybe she us- should get a reply quicker than we did. But go on. Yeah, <laughs> well, sorry. I don't
2: know. But look, are we going to be back on the 5th of August? We still don't know. We, we tend to find out in the press most of the time how things are going to roll. I don't think the COVID passport's going to come in uh, with the 100 guests. Well, I, they're, I well they're talking so.
0: about that today. Now, they, they, I, I can't confirm nor deny that. But it has mm. been a suggestion that, mm. you know, they may increase it to 100 people, but that all your guests will have to be vaccinated I could see a problem with that because it's all well and good, you know, arriving at a restaurant and somebody says, listen, sorry, you can't come in. You don't have a vaccination pass. And should have you, you can eat outdoors. That's fine. But if you arrive at a wedding all dolled up and you're the bride's father and you are not vaccinated, that's going to cause a huge problem. Yeah, look. If they come out with that, a vaccinated person probably just won't go. But look, you're you're right. I don't.
2: I don't think it's That'll fair. break a
0: lot of brides' hearts around the country, where maybe a brother or an auntie or a father or mother might not be vaccinated, and to whatever choice they decided to themselves to do that, will it not won't fair, be allowed.
2: Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. I don't. I, I look. I don't, personally, I don't think it's fair. For, for a bride or the venue to have to please that but if that's what comes out that's what we'll have to work towards to
0: get the 100 guests into the room and what about musicians they may say musicians all have to be vaccinated don't you are you okay with that as well
2: I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, the vaccination process is a personal choice to anybody. Yeah, but course. But you see, it shouldn't be just about a COVID pass here. It, like, we can get on a plane and fly to Spain now, but we you have options, COVID recovery, COVID passport, you know, PCR. The antigen tests need to come into play here as well. I mean, someone was on the radio the other day speaking about it. there was a breakout at a, at a wedding. If there had to be an antigen test in place, it probably would have caught us. So I think it's a range of tools. But we just want to get back to work. I mean, Niall, it's, it's at this stage... We're all gone. Well, I, th-
0: I think at this stage now, you're probably the most affected industry. We're the last industry. Well, well, nightclubs, oh. nightclubs, I suppose. Although well, I, I did hear during yeah. the week, you can open, open a nightclub as long as everybody's sitting down. As long oh, as, no. as everybody's sitting <laughs> down and there's table service, you know, all dancing yeah. in their seats. I can imagine. Well, Why should there yeah. be no DJ <laughs> either? So?
2: Well, yeah, look, yeah, that's another argument. But look, the statutory instruments, unfortunately, what we have come across is that they've brought it into law now, that the dancing uh, Dancing will not be permitted at weddings. So yeah. that's how that's going to look. We go to 100 guests, you know, they'll dance. I don't know how you're going to please that either. Um, but like, the argument is look, let, let's look at Northern Ireland. Why are we slipping behind and they're moving forward? It's just, it's a very. Well, basis. I suppose
0: their argument, well, the government's argument is that there's a lot more people vaccinated per head of population. Although I think we've caught up on them now at this yeah, we stage. Have. Yeah, yeah. It looks that way. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Hmm. So, and of course, when we look at case numbers and we look at, you know, case numbers are high, but we shouldn't be focused on case numbers. We should be focused on hospitalizations and deaths, obviously, and mortality. And it does look like the hospitalizations and the ICU levels are remaining very stable, if not actually lower than we're led to believe, because of course, Leo Radko mentioned there the other day as well that when we're talking about hospitalizations, we should only include those who went to hospital specifically for COVID, not in there for another reason and happened to test positive. Uh, which, by the way, the UK now has come out today as well that over half of the people that went, to hospital though they are currently in hospital are not there because of COVID but just happened to test positive afterwards they went well, through a broken I, leg I, or something I, like that
2: I think we need a date I think they're in a position now they could be able to say look guys we're going to leave you here for a couple of weeks we just want to get this over the line here's a date that we're going to work towards because we can have a date I think we can actually plan a little bit better now than we could have um, you know a couple of months ago so you know and we do feel there's a little bit of a kind of finger pointing exercise at positions like there's a, there's a campaign now Nile. it's a great campaign live is not loud
0: Okay, but by the way, there's a message here, and it says, "Hi, Niall, It was our twelfth anniversary on Sunday. Cahill and his band, Pink Champagne, played at our wedding well, in the in the Cadine Hotel in Newbridge. They were absolutely fantastic. I hope he gets back playing soon from Nigel Weirdon in Newbridge.
2: Ah, uh, that's lovely. We have our first rehearsal tonight, which you believe, so God, we're looking forward to that. I haven't seen the lad today. All right, right well, but, to but, years, we'll all stay right?
0: there for a second because Barry, you're an Ireland's classic. It's Aidan Barry. How are you, Niall? How are you? Good. Well, uh, again, you're a musician, badly affected by COVID-19. I understand, you know, health and safety and we all have to be careful in the interest of public health. Yeah. But you believe it's going on too long now, is it? Well,
3: well, I, I, so I believe there's a lot of things wrong. Number one, uh, uh, Carl there, they've a very good band and all. I know them fairly well myself. But I play with a two-piece band. I'm live. I'm a drummer and I have a keyboard player with me and we're very, very good. We play weddings and parties and everything else. But we got no recognition whatsoever and the thing that's annoying me, and possibly annoying cattle as well, that all these promoters—they're after getting hundreds of thousands of pounds to, to, to promote uh, different uh, projects. Yeah, for projects. projects yes. You know. and they're given the money to the promoters and the this is the money
0: that was given out by Minister Catherine Martin. Yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, yeah. but she's not considering musicians. I applied and because I'm on the old age pension, uh, as the two Elphilists, that's the name of our band. uh,
0: (laughs) Is that the the, name uh, of your
3: band? now I have to tell you. Barry, is that
0: actually the name of your band, the two Elphilists?
3: Well, we call ourselves the two little (laughs) (laughs) Elphilists. Okay, go on. Listen to me, listen to me. People would well know Barry and Ado, we go under the name of Barry and Ado, and the situation is that we play pubs and everything. We have been absolutely locked out completely. Yeah. but what annoys me is that these promoters, they wouldn't get money if there wasn't musicians. This is true. You understand me? If there
2: wasn't, for, if, if there know, wasn't a musician,
0: there'd be no need to promote yeah, anybody. I, if
2: I could come in there about Barry's statement there, like we are recipients of the LDSS True Department of Tourism. We head into Wynne yes. L- in Lane tomorrow, 14 yes. days. 425 musicians are going to come through the door. Now, we're, we're not the direct uh, award recipients of, of the IPSS grant, but I understand what Barry is saying, but it is kind of a kickstart to the business. It is getting musicians back in, it's getting videos, it's getting the crew working. It's not enough, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough,
3: No, but what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, if we're coming down to the musician. I'm playing, I played in show band, and the chap that was playing with me in show band, they were professional musicians for nearly 55 years. Okay. And we're getting no respect whatsoever.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, think, are, I think a lot of musicians feel like that, Barry, at the yeah, moment. And I know Cal making, yeah, will will echo that as well. A lot of musicians feel like you've kind of been abandoned a little bit.
2: Yeah. But we be, be, yeah.
3: Is, there are stars, there are people that have money and made lots of money, you know. And these are the people that are getting the money.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, in relation to the reason, Cal, why this is happening, and of course... The reason it's happening is because Neffet many months ago, uh, well, almost last year now at this stage, said that people singing or dancing, as the case may be, um, has, they are spreading COVID more, of course, because they're shouting or raising their voices. And this is uh, has there been, I mean, to the Wedding Man Association, have you seen data to that effect, Cal?
2: We haven't seen any data, um, uh, no, and I suppose if you want to look at the signs, yes, of course, if someone's blaring the head and you have to bend over, but if you speak to any of the venues, like we're in the whirlwind, we're on the field, we're on the ground, we're hearing the stories, 50 people are on top of each other from the time they walk in through the ceremony anyway, and the volume of an audience can be as loud as a band, and I wanted to allude back to the campaign, there's a great video going around at the moment, and it's saying that, loud is not live, you yeah. know yeah. you can control the volume like you know and look a hundred
0: guests they're going to go in through the door from the fifth of yeah, August but you don't, yeah, but you, yeah but you don't want to be playing a wedding with the music when people are going oh, can you turn that up a little bit there you, you know? Cause there's no, I know from being a DJ in my days when I did weddings many many years ago you know if the music I, I always had a good set of Carlsborough speakers right and hmm. at, at, was it Carlsberg? It was Carlsberg. Carlsberg that was in the 1940s.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And,
0: <laughs> I, I, and I always remember the louder you had it at a twenty-fourth or a wedding, the better the atmosphere. You know what yeah. I mean? If you had a good crowd and you had good amplification, the better the atmosphere. If it was too quiet or, you know, or if the building was too big, you just didn't get the same atmosphere. So see, you need the volume, don't you? You do, but you know
2: what? I can guarantee you because again, we're dealing with a couple in the admin level of it. They just want their band. If you get the band in the door and you can do a little bit of a sing along, that's better than nothing, isn't
0: it? You know. Yeah, well, as well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know? well, speaking of promoters, but stay there for a second, Barry and Carl. Just finally on this, uh, Sharon is a promoter, and of course she's responsible for the Forever Young Festival, which has been moved, of course, to September. Uh, Sharon, good afternoon to you.
4: Hi, Niall. I just heard the, the the subject come up, and I thought you know might be useful to uh, throw the hat in the ring from the promoter's point of view, just to put a fair you know point across. I totally hear what what they're saying. Um, I don't deal with sort of you know musicians um, in that sort of genre, but. The grant that we... I mean, we were lucky to get um, a small grant for, for helping us put on an event for September. Yeah. Um, but that grant comes into us and is paid out on invoice to somebody else. doesn't go... I'm not getting a penny of that to me. Yeah, I'm, you're
0: not going off on holidays with us. I'm yeah.
4: still
0: on the PUP, mate. Yeah, but Barry was making a point that, okay, you know, he feels a little bit forgotten about. He's a musician. And, you know, you got a grant, and I understand it's not it's not personal, you know what I mean? You're spending that grant, of course, on musicians. But he, the point he's making is, without the musicians and all those great artists that you're going to have at the Forever Young Festival and all those great 80s bands, without those artists, you wouldn't be getting a grant. Absolutely.
4: But those, uh, I mean, you know... Our artists are all getting the money. Our crew are getting the money. Our production companies getting the money. Our sound engineers are getting the money. I'm not getting a penny of it. Um, it. This money is designed to go to the people that need it. It goes through the promoters. The promoters have to put on the gigs to pay these people to do their jobs. And it is a hard, it's a really hard year because so many people have gone out of the industry So many of the crew are not available. Some of the expertise that we had in Ireland, and Ireland, you know, had the best live music expertise set up. took them years to build it up rather than rely on UK expertise. And now we've lost people to other jobs and they can't come out of their other jobs until they've got a certain scene to return to. So it is a really hard year to bring music and events back. But we're all... Oh, we're all plugging away desperately trying to make sure it happens. But these, I can assure you that I can't speak for everybody, but the majority of promoters that want to put on shows aren't getting money from the government and sticking it in their pockets. No. This money is going to be filtered out to the people. Well, I, and I
0: think Carl has made that point too in relation to where he's, what he's using the money for or what the Wedding Man Association are using the money for as well. I think it's very important. And I, I do accept what you're saying, Barry, as a musician, that maybe you feel a little bit left out. But And it is important that the musicians, without the musicians that wouldn't be promoters. I think uh, Sharon and Carl recognize that, but in saying that, the money is going to them, Barry, maybe not to you personally, but... But
3: But Barry, sorry, sorry. go ahead,
0: go ahead, Barry. Sorry,
3: Carl, sorry, Carl. What I'm saying is, I have a DynaCard 600 Watt and I have two uh, EV speakers,
0: that's what I have. And my
3: keyboard player has a, a good set of sounds, no backing tracks whatsoever, we play live, we can use the volume, Loud or we can use the volume easy no matter what and we entertain people all over Dublin as well. Yeah. And, uh, but what I'm trying to say to you is that it comes down to the basics that there's people that I don't even know in the, I'm in the business as I said since the sixties. I played with the Sand Show band many, many years ago and, and, uh, and, and this is the situation. We played all over the country everywhere and all of a sudden now we're just chopped out I I asked I was told I couldn't get any money because I'm an old age pensioner because I'm on social welfare
0: oh that's a a good name. sorry Carl you want to say something to Barry go
2: no like and I'll just echo what Barry said look all the work that we're doing I mean we've been lobbying very very hard and it'll all trickle down hopefully but Barry is right I mean the supports that we got were minimal They're, they're probably not even worth mentioning um, you know, for full-time, for people that are in this business, a full-time Oh, no, no I appreciate it. it. And
0: I appreciate the money you've lost. And by the way, can I point out as well that Sharon, obviously, it's a bigger event. You know, it's a big event with thousands of people at it with all these 80s bands. I mean, she's had to move the event. She's had to cancel it last year. So, I, I, you know, the money that she got now doesn't make up for the money that she's probably lost. I, I'm sure that, Sharon, that is the case. Right? No,
4: I mean, we've lost... I mean, we've lost over a million in, in 18 months. Just in a million? Beginning. Over a million. Absolutely. Without, without. I mean, for a new event, I mean, we are. You know, we're surviving, and we will. Because you spent a
0: lot of money on advertising the the original event, probably
4: back, you've yeah. got all the money in advertising, you've still got to run a website, you've still got to have people answering people's queries, you've still got to be there as an entity and Not, and we could have just disappeared and gone bankrupt
0: Well the same goes for Carl on a smaller scale obviously because I mean he's his band was booked out for a lot of dates uh, during the times of lockdowns which all had to be cancelled and rescheduled, he had to sit there and ring them all up and contact them and so everybody still has to work away in the background and not get paid and I'm sure Carl that's the way it feels
2: yeah, our members have never worked as hard an admin, and, you know, the admin has been an absolute nightmare, and we just can't wait to actually get back performance. Absolutely. That's what absolutely. We, we love to get paid for. And, um, you know, so look, it, it has been difficult. And that we'll never get paid for our losses, but the supports were not even comparable uh, to what other, other people got, you no. know, for our industry. We, we, you know, we were definitely pushed to the sideline uh, in many different ways. But look, it's getting better.
0: Well, look, I, I hope you all get to do what you all do best, including you, Barry, and Sharon. I hope to get Sharon what's the story in the festival by the way are they fing- what's the, what's the, give me give me um i suppose a prediction percentage wise does it look like oh looking good God. is it you looking good asking the million
4: dollar question aren't you um we're waiting for some news this week actually as we speak so um you know, we, 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 we've been plugging away, preparing. Do you really think
0: by September we'll have thousands of people in a field watching bands? It'll be great to think uh, that's going to we, happen.
4: We, we've got proposed areas and we can social distance. We've got a huge sites at Palmerstown, the fabulous Palmerstown. Our audience is of a certain age that, to be honest, they all come and sit down with their camping chairs anyway. We just yeah. like them to Yeah, because they're all my age. <laughs> you know, we've got lots of plans to try and combat all the problems. But we've got to do what the government will allow us to. And we're just working with plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. And, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep that approach of trying to keep
0: things alive. All right. Well, look, I hope it goes ahead. And I'm sure a lot of people have tickets for it. A lot of people still want to buy tickets for the Forever Young Festival, all those great 80s band. Carl, I wish you the best of luck. I hope you guys all right, and all your members get back, you know, doing what you do best as well, entertaining wedding parties, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right. Thanks very much indeed for joining us on the line, all of you. And Barry, you too.